Welcome to New Life with Adam Camp. This podcast is a ministry of Rosemont Baptist Church in LaGrange, Georgia. Please visit us on the web at rosemontchurch.org. Enjoy the podcast. So if you love him this morning, say amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Father, we say thank you in Jesus' name for moments like these. A moment during the week, we can just stop. Absolutely, literally hold the phone. Stop. Father, I pray over your congregation today in my life, Father, in Jesus' name. Rest and peace joy rest and peace and joy rest with me now in this moment who would say brother Tom pray for me at this very moment who would say that something in my life a challenge something's going on just lift that hand up and put it right back down right now yes yes praise the Lord over here to the right of the church anybody Yes, praise the Lord. Father, in Jesus' name, if you know the hair upon our head, the birds in the sky, the lilies of the field, Father, if you know that, then our innermost pain right now that no one knows about but you, Father, we lift that up to you, Father, in Jesus' name. The economics of it, the emotions of it, Father, in the precious name of Jesus. The pain, the agony, the frustration in the precious name of Jesus Christ. Precious Lord Jesus, by the power of the Holy Spirit of God, we ask you to set up your residence and come in here and do wondrous and miraculous things. We lift our hands to you because you stretched out your hands for us. Father, we love you. I pray for marriages right now, Lord, in Jesus' name. I pray for young people on the way to school, Lord, in Jesus' name. I pray for others, Lord, looking for jobs in Jesus' name. I pray for those right now, Lord, who have absolutely no idea what's going to happen tomorrow. In their life is such a question mark. And I thank you, Lord, that you're the answer to the questions. And you have an answer for the question. And I pray, Father, in Jesus' name, that you would move upon them and minister to them as only you are able to do. We yield to you. We yield to you, Father. And your children here, Lord, need not another message, another messenger. Father, your children here need to hear something from heaven anointed by the Holy Spirit 
and the Word of God. Father, we need you this morning. We cry out to you that you would move in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you this morning. I'm Tom Owensby. I'm the youngest of everyone on the Freedom Sound First First Spanish Church and Motivational Ministry team. And uh, the drummer back there in Indiana in 1997, I held him like this so his mom and dad and Sandy could go out front and sing. And I had him behind the stage, and now he can hold me. Somebody say amen to that. (laughs) So it's been a long time. For me, Motivational Ministries began in 1997. I was on the board of directors with Frank Gonzalez Ministries, Freedom Sound Ministries, and uh, wanted to go to Mexico uh, one summer and see what that was all about, see what they did down there, because I just really didn't know. And so I met them in Tuxla Gutierrez, Chiapas, as they were on the way back from Guatemala, and I, I got on a big green van with them, and up Mexico we went. We preached my first message in, uh, in Chiapas, and we moved all the way up and ended up in Mexico City. And I shall never forget this momentous moment, momentous moment, this moment. In Mexico City, they left me on the top of a hill one day, and they went down on this big open park or area for a political rally. So I'm standing up here at the van, little white cracker from Georgia. (laughs) That's right. And all these lovely brown people are down there mixing up with all these other brown people, and I'm up on the hill by myself. Well, you know how the day will wax long in your life and it'll get longer and longer and there's certain things during the day physically that you just have to take care of. Somebody say amen. Amen. So I'm up by the green van by myself. I speak zero, zero, zero Spanish. My first trip down, all I'd heard for the last several weeks was Spanish. All they'd ever tell me in English was it's time to preach. It's time for you to preach. So, I have this urge that I have to go to a certain place, and I needed to get there in a certain hurry, and I didn't know what to do. But I'm not going to tell you the details, but I found that place, because I'm here today. Somebody say amen. (laughs) And soon after that, I learned my first Spanish words. Donde esta baño? (laughs) Where is the restroom? Now, you can say Gloria Adios, which is praise the Lord. You can say Dios le bendiga, which is God bless you. You can say gracias, which is thank you. You can say donde esta comida, where's the food. But if you don't know donde esta baño, you are in trouble. (laughs) I don't care how much you love Jesus. If you don't know that, you're in trouble. Somebody say amen. My My Spanish hasn't gotten much better than that. I began traveling with Freedom Sound, like I said, 1997, progressed from there. Motivational Ministries now has been in existence for approximately 22 years. We started with them. We have traveled with them over the years. And then this special moment in Columbus, Georgia, five years and three months ago, at a Starbucks, our favorite coffee shop, Jay and I had gone down to Victory Drive in Columbus, Georgia to get some authentic Mexican tacos. Now, what you get here in LaGrange at certain Mexican restaurants is basically hamburger meat, unless you know how to order Azada steak, but we go because we know where the Mexican grocery store is, and we know in back of the grocery store where the tacos are. So we went and filled our tiny little tummies with wonderful tacos, Azada steak, meat, tacos. And we came back for a special cup of coffee at Starbucks, not knowing how many of you know that sometimes God will just interrupt your life in the most 
unexpected ways. You're not looking for it. All of a sudden, in the middle of our conversation, I say, Jay, let's go to Mexico. He said, let's go. I said, Jay, you don't understand. Let's go to Mexico once a month for the next three years. I shall never forget the look on his face. He said, well, I need to go talk to Lisa. And so I, I don't know if she wears the pants in that family or not, but <laughs> no, he wears the pants. You got them on. And so he talks to Lisa, and all of a sudden we're in. Uh, I have me a new evangelist. Jay's been with me now, Motivational Ministries, for uh, five years, like I said, in three months. And off to Mexico we went. Stacy, if you want to throw that up on the board, I'll show you a little bit of uh, Motivational Ministries. So we begin to travel, and we have traveled for the last five years and three months all over Mexico, approximately 45 different cities from the Baja Peninsula on the west coast all the way over to Veracruz on the east coast, all the way down to the Yucatan Peninsula, which splits the Gulf Coast and the Caribbean, and all the way from Chiapas all the way back up to Culiacan, Mexico, north, south, east, and west. We've covered the country. Uh, Motivational Ministries had the awesome opportunity to preach also in Guatemala, in the Philippines, also in Korea, also in California, Michigan, Illinois, New York, Tennessee, all over West Central Georgia, East Central Alabama, South Georgia, wherever the door opens, like Jay says, here we go. And so we come to you today just to share these three ministries and what they're all about. You are a strategic part of Motivational Ministries, Freedom Sound, in the First Hispanic Church here in the Grange. Though you never very rarely see us, this is the first time we've been all together here that I can ever remember, really, to be able to share this glorious message with you that if you're with Freedom Sound or if you're with the Spanish Church, it's win the lost at any cost. If you're with Motivation Ministries, it's for one more soul. It's for one more soul for the honor and glory of God. So we just want to come and share all these things with you today, kind of bring you up to speed, pull you in, let you know, hey, we're representatives of the Lord Jesus Christ. We're representatives of Rosemont Baptist Church. We work under the authority and the leadership of our pastor, Adam Camp, and we're out there preaching the gospel as harvest evangelists for one more soul, for the honor and the glory of our precious Savior. Can you say amen? Five years and three months, over 45 different cities. We've seen approximately 5,404 first-time decisions for God, for His honor and for His glory. We're scheduled the end of August to go to Merida, which is the Yucatan Peninsula, Zacatecas in um, September. October will be Mexico City, back to one of our favorite places. Me and Jay and Ugo are going to travel with us, and we're going to pick up another evangelist, David Roblero, our good friend from Merida, Mexico, and we're going to go into Culiacan, Mexico, spread out all over the city, preaching in uh, rehabilitations, homes, prisons, and unbelievable huge plantations that use migrant workers all over Mexico. We're going to preach, spread out and preach for about eight to ten days the glorious gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ and give the invitation for one more soul. In preparation for this moment today, I, I, I want to preach. It's, it's 1031. What time is this thing over? Now? No, no, no. I need to know. I'll be in trouble with my pastor. It's over at 1045? Or it's over at 1030 and then we do another service at 1045? 
1045. Praise God. Don't go nowhere. Somebody say amen. <laughs> I'm preparation for this moment. I said, Lord, uh, I want to preach. I, I want to share the testimonies. We want to reconnect to the people of Rosemont Baptist Church, but we want to preach the gospel, encourage the people. So my question to us this morning is simply this. What are you here for? Look at these young people here. Ready to go to school, aren't we? Ready for college. Are we here for college and more education? Are we here for greater economics and more income? Are we here for more stuff, bigger houses, bigger boats, bigger cars, more land? Is that what we're here for? Are we here for better clothes and more clothes and the latest styles? Is that what we're here for? Are we here for children and grandchildren? That's a wonderful thing. And I'm not knocking any of these things. We're here for all of these things. But listen to me. We've got to know specifically why is God leaving us here? There's got to be something more to the, than just the money. There's got to be something more than just the education. There, there, there's got to be... Something more than just the material possessions of life. There's got to be something. But there's nothing more than that. We don't have any purpose. We have absolutely no purpose to be here. People make money, build houses, buy boats, play golf, go fishing, do all this stuff. And then they die. We're all going to die. Somebody say amen. amen. Just not today. Somebody say amen. I want you to settle this today, really. I do, because it will add infinite purpose to why God leaves you here. You know, the Bible says in Proverbs 27, 1, Boast not thyself of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. We're not promised to get out the door to the parking lot to our car. That's not a promise. We're not promised to see another day. We're not promised to live another hour. We're not promised to take another breath. Go to Texas. Go to Ohio. Precious people woke up that day to live another day, and now they are gone. That'll never happen in LaGrange, Georgia. Really? Really? We'll never face situations and circumstances. Some of my grandchildren in this auditorium this morning. I'm sad to say we're not leaving them the same world that was left me in 1948. We're not doing it. We're just not doing it. We're leaving, we're leaving them a world that has question marks every day. Every single day. The importance of Jesus Christ and a personal relationship with God through the Lord Jesus Christ is imperative if we're going to exist in this life. Let me center in and close out with this today if I can in 1 Corinthians chapter 118. If I can leave you with anything today, I want to leave you with this verse right here. Please open it up. Open your phones. Open your Bibles. Uh, look up on the screen. I don't know if it's there. It's not there. But that's okay. That's why you need to bring your phone. Not to talk on, but to get the Bible on. Somebody say amen. And the blessed word of God, the 1 Corinthians 1 verse 18. The church at Corinth had unbelievable problems. The most divided church in the Bible. And Paul the apostle is trying to pull them together in unity. And so as you read through the first verses in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, you see that some people are trying to follow Apollos. And some people are trying to follow Paul, 
And some people are trying to follow the Lord Jesus Christ. Ultra confused. And you get down to the 18th verse. Every time I read the 18th verse, it shows me purpose and plan and progression for me that I can stand in this earth and put one foot in front of the other and go to bed tonight in peace. The Bible says the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness. Unto us which are saved, it is the power of God. I don't know if you've ever done this. I don't know if you've ever preached. But I'm here to tell you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, God's called us all to preach. Romans 10, 13 says, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. The Bible says, How then shall they call on him in whom they've not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they've not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? Say, I am. I'm waiting on you to say, I am. Say, I am saved. Say, I am sent. I am saved. Say it, I am saved. I'm sent. You don't have to wait to be sent. You don't have to read a book to be sent. You don't have to talk to God to be sent. We just read it in the Word of God. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 18 And now I'm going to quote it to you in Romans chapter 10, verse 15. It says, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring good tidings of great things. I've got neuropathy in my feet. My feet don't like me, but they don't have a choice. I'm going to preach the gospel. Somebody say amen. So they can get their socks on and they can get their shoes on and they can start walking for the glory of God because I'm the boss, not my feet. Somebody say amen. And when they don't go, when they stop going... And this big guy down here in the green shirt is going to get a wheelchair. And he's going to put me in it, and we're going to Mexico. <laughs> and get this, bless God, we're going to finally get in the front of the airplane. Somebody say amen. <laughs> That's a hard way to get it done, but we're heading that direction. Well, why would you do that, Brother Tom? Why would you keep preaching when your feet don't want to go? Why would you get preaching when your glucose and your blood sugar has gone off the map? Why would you keep preaching when your body's not wanting to do what it wants to do at 71? Now, I know you thought I was 41 when I came to the auditorium. I could read it on your faces, but no, I've hit the big mark of 71. I've got some grown-up adults in here who used to be children in my first church at Show Creek 37 years ago. I got eight grandchildren. I know you don't look like I got... And think I got eight grandchildren. I got them from 22 down to that little bitty one on the back back here. For the glory of God. For one more soul. For the glory of God. For one more soul. When are you going to retire? I'm just tired. I'm not going to retire. Somebody say amen. There is absolutely no retirement plan for me. Absolutely no retirement plan. I don't have any ambition to retire. I'm going to retire when I die. When I die, I'll be in heaven and it'll be left to you. And you can go through the aches and pains. Somebody say amen. Here's the point. Here's the point. If you know the Lord Jesus Christ, on the inside of your heart, you have a story to tell. And all God is asking us in 1 Corinthians 1.18 is to tell the story. 
Three weeks ago, and uh, I got five minutes. Somebody say amen. Three weeks ago in Waffle House, my second home away from home, I work out every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the Athletic Club downtown, and uh, did I miss something? Everything good? This is the baby I used to carry in Illinois 22 years ago. I don't know what he just did, but I'll get him at the services. I was at Waffle House three weeks ago, and uh, I eat breakfast there three times a week. It's high in fat. I'm on a high-fat diet, low carbohydrates, so I can get my fat at Waffle House. Somebody say amen. And so I'm in there baptizing a whole lot of bacon and sausage and no grits and no bread. Somebody say amen to that. Whole lot of butter. Butter in my coffee even. That's another story for another day. Some of you just frowned on that, but it's keeping me alive, so you go what you want to do with it. Somebody say amen to that. So here's the point. Here's the big point. I'm in Waffle House minding my own business, and God interrupts my day. And I don't know about you, God will interrupt our life. Here's the big evangelist sitting there, and he's eating his breakfast, getting ready to go work out, and, and life is just grand. I'm ready to do my day for Tom. These three guys come in, they've been up all day and up all night. And I don't know what they've been drinking or smoking before they got to the Waffle House that morning, but it sure wasn't candy cigarettes and soda pop. Somebody say amen. And God said, I want you to preach to them. I said, I ain't doing it. Now, y'all don't get holy on me because y'all fight with God too. I said, God, I'm getting ready to go work out. I got my day started. The, the breakfast has been good. I, I do not want to go back there and preach to these guys in this restaurant. I said, I know what I'll do. I'll get my receipt, and I'll go pay my receipt. I'll just inch toward the door. Maybe God will. You know, God's got a great brain. He don't forget stuff. Somebody say amen. So I start ambling toward the door, and all of a sudden, my body just kind of goes this way, right back to the second table on the left right behind the table I just sat at. And the best I could, and I fumbled around. I fumbled around. Best I could, I told them about Jesus Christ. And all of a sudden, one of those young men, I'll never forget, had had blonde hair and a rosy red face, and he connected with my eyeballs, and I looked straight at him, and he was getting it. He was getting it. God was breaking through. Now, I didn't see an open profession of faith that day, but I took these gnarly physical feet that hurt all the time, and God wrote beautiful on them, and I walked out the door. How beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace. I got two minutes. Man, I hate clocks. Somebody say amen. I I just absolutely do. But I want to leave you with this. 1 Corinthians 1, verse 18. That's you. That's me. It's not just freedom sound. It's not just the Hispanic church. It's not just motivational ministries. It's not just Rosemont Baptist Church. That's you. In this desperate time, people need the Lord. That is you. That is me. Everywhere we go, that is your purpose. Will you stand with me, please?
I'm not going to invite you here. I'm going to invite you there. I'm going to invite you there to go here. And if Jesus Christ, the Son of God, is speaking to your heart today to give you purpose, I'm going to pray that you will receive the purposes of God in your life today. And with an exclamation point, allow the mighty Lord Jesus Christ put a stamp on your heart today. Say, hey, you're my child and you're my preacher. I just want you to preach. And if by any stretch of my imagination today, if there is a person here that does not know Jesus, God's big enough right now to save you right where you're standing. So I'm going to invite you to Jesus. The Bible says, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. I am inviting you to the saving grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. And Jesus said, Unless you repent, you will perish. I'm inviting you to turn from your sin, turn to Christ, open your heart, and receive Him as your Lord and Savior. Bow your heads with me, please. If you're in need of Christ right now, I ask you to pray, dear Lord Jesus. That's right, in your heart, if God is awakening you and calling you right now to salvation, I ask you to pray in your heart right now, dear Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sin. Dear Lord Jesus, I need you. Dear Lord Jesus, I believe in you as my Lord and my Savior. Save me. Come into my heart. Save me right now, I pray. Amen. Heads are bowed and eyes are closed. In the name of Jesus, touch Lord Jesus. Move Lord Jesus. Minister Lord Jesus. In the name of Jesus, help your children, Father. Give them substance. Give them peace. There is a song down in my soul. Direct their steps. My passion for you overflows. It's for my Lord. Thank you for joining today's sermon. We would love to hear how today's message blessed you. Use the contact us link on our website at Rosemont Church.